Hey and welcome to another episode of Aussie Tech Heads 523. It's uh, recorded on the 23rd of February 2017. You know, don't you like February? It's like you sort of just get into the swing of uh, good old Feb and then it's over. You know, yeah, one of those ones. All right, uh, thanks to athwebhosting.com.au for, I suppose you could say, sponsoring us and uh, providing the bandwidth and uh, and the uh, whatevers to, to keep the show on the road, or afloat anyway. Well, sort of, kind of. Okay, and also don't forget facebook.com forward slash Aussie Tech Heads, youtube.com forward slash Aussie Tech Heads, and the Aussie Tech Radio. If you want to know more about that, go to aussietechradio.com, but uh, just uh, go to TuneIn Radio, search Aussie Tech Radio, you'll be pleasantly surprised. Okay, now I'll put my teeth back in, and don't forget about the Aussie Max Zone, Obsidian Loft, Olfart Geeks, and the Aussie Tech Security. Now, who have we got on the uh, panel, the board, the, uh, the the desk this week? We'll start off with, who's up first? Jace Warlock, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Good. Uh, what have you been Pretty up good. to? Anything exciting? Yeah, um, I had a look at the download stats for the last um, Obsidian Loft, which was a couple of months ago now, and for this month, for some reason, there's been 21,500 downloads. Oh, that's all right. Good, good I work. Mean, we're, the, we're the only Minecraft podcast still <laughs> going. We will be having something soon, as soon as Will's computer's going again. But um, yeah, I thought, I don't know if someone's trying to just download a whole heap of stuff or what's going on. Hmm. Well, who knows? That's funny how these things work. There's probably, you know, there's a tag in there somewhere that someone searched and it just keeps bringing it up. Probably Minecraft. All right. <laughs> and, uh, also, this week we've got Eric. Hey, Eric, haven't seen you for a couple of weeks. Hello, gentlemen. How do you do? Not too badly, thanks. Uh, what have you been up to? Working hard, I hear. Working a few uh, few things on the boil, as you you were you're aware of, Mister Mister Goodman. Mm, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't believe the rumours I hear about you working hard, but uh, you know that's what that's what's going around. <laughs> well, the other stuff you might believe, but none of that stuff. <laughs> that's right. I oh, know. I work hard, mate. I work. Oh, I know. I work hard. I sit here and work hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would imagine you do, in all sincerity. I imagine you do. All right, now let's uh, get into some stories. This is what we do. Oh, Jason's internet died. All right, we'll just have to see if we can get oh. him back. Is Eric still here? NBN. Can't wait for it. I'm here. <laughs> all right, well, let's just have a chat amongst ourselves. Uh, look, I'll, right. I'll see if I can bring Eric into frame while we wait for... There we go. Just lean. No, no, I've got you. I've got you. See? Okay. All right, you're, you're a bit out, but we'll we'll we'll, we'll run with that until uh, Warlock comes back. Um, yeah, right. so uh, like just in general, I won't start these stories till he comes back on. But uh, I don't know, what do you want to talk about? Do you want to put the the seven planets that were discovered today or yesterday? Seven planets? Yeah, I, I read about that briefly. Mm. Um, Excited? I don't think I feel like getting on a rocket for forty light years, though. It's a bit of a, bit of a no, it is forty light years, but apparently if it, with the rocket ships today, it'll take you about 40 million years. Oh, okay, good. I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting, uh, I get a bit stir-crazy after about nine hours on a flight, so I don't know how I'm going to go. <laughs> no, well, uh, just uh, take your lunch. But, you don't, but the thing is, you don't age when you're in space. Um, oh, I don't know if I believe that. Well, 40 million years, you'd be dead, clearly. Yeah. But if it took 40 years, 40 human Earth years, yeah, and, and if someone was forty, in Earth years they might be eighty, but they might look fifty. Ooh, why? I don't know. I'm not that. willing to test it. Not willing to test that. No, theory. I know. I know what they say because as the further away from the Earth or something, the the the, the rotation of the Earth and the gravitational you're out there, pull. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is a big pull. To be honest, I don't think that it's I don't. A mass, massive, it's a massive pull. That gravity. Yes, but I don't believe that you're gonna not age because you're just because you're outside of the I don't know the the, the atmosphere of the Earth. You still would well, age at the same time at the t- same time frame. Why wouldn't you? Who cares? Well, let me do a search. Who cares if you, you come age in space? But what it does, I think, what is what it's saying is that when you leave us on and go out into space. That, and you come back, I think the Earth might have turned a lot more than what you would have believed when you're out there. Yes, so yes, possibly. So you, you might be a week younger if you come in, in, in your physiological makeup. Oh, I still don't believe it. I don't know. It gets too complex for me. Just let me let me let me message Warlock and see if he's coming back. He might make some sense of it all. 
Um, well, you know, NBN, you know, if we can't get on the NBN, you can forget, forget about going to space. Well, well, that's right. Can you? <clears throat> there we go. That, that's, you know, do you get sick and tired of this autocorrect on uh, the iPhones? I do. I, I do. I just went. After a while, it gets used to your, um, um, you know, your spelling and whatnot. What I think is more frustrating is when you're, because I, I dictate a lot of my text messages. And I've said so many words so many times, mm. and it still spells it incorrectly, but then gives me an option for the correct one. Yeah, oh, look. You know? Well, I just, I just sent to, to Warlock, I just went, can you come back? As in, like, um, is it, can you come back automatically? But, yes, right. But I pushed enter because I'm sort of talking to you and flicking screens yes, and everything. Yes, out. Yes. Yeah, so, but anyway, it came out. At, what I sent to him was, can you invest in nachos? So. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Oh, the answer is yes. There's the, t- the top one there. Can invest nachos. <laughs> oh, yeah, can do. <laughs> yes. Crazy, 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 but um, yeah. Look, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But uh, Siri is on the on the flop. Oh, Maybe they're all because they're moving everything to spaceship two. Apple campus, yeah. Apple Park. I think they're calling it. Yeah. Look, look. Just, just have transitioning. A, can I have? A, can I have a bitch about Siri? I don't like you it. Can. Yeah, I don't like it. I think it's it's totally flawed. Um, it doesn't really do what you need it to do. Uh, I can't well, get it. I can get it to make at some. The moment, hey? At the moment, Apple is slightly flawed, and um, after Cookie Monster's comment today, was what was that? Apple, Apple, Apple condemns Trump's decision to revoke transgender bathroom guidelines. So he's basically saying, no, we should have we should have mixed bathrooms. We'll see. I don't agree with that. I think they should have separate bathrooms. You know, you women sh- like their privacy. Yeah, I know. Like it's just yeah, it's not, not because I'm I'm being a prude. I'm doing it out of respect for women. They like their privacy. Mm, well, oh, well, well, it's probably same with guys. Like you don't want to go in there and you know be flashing it and all make, around. Make, make certain noises. Well, women are the same, and they, mm. they and they get more embarrassed about stuff like that. Yeah, the guys have a giggle. <laughs> right, it's still embarrassing, but they have a bit of giggle. Yeah. Women are red faced and running out, running out with their tail between their legs. You know, What's and then it? Apple's I... condemning that Trump just has revoked the the, the decision to. Have... I'm thinking well, go Trumpy. Well, I, I would just say that I think uh, Tim Cookie Monster, if this is real, it's probably more fake news. But if this is real, then he should concentrate more on his developing the iPhone well, this eight. Is it. You know, we've got all than... these people making all these comments. Just. Do what you're good at. Yeah, and do your shut job. The hell up when it comes to everything else. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Now, Leo, look like we've got Jace back. Now we just got to bring him back into the frame. I'll just uh, try and do that on the slide. What happened, uh, Jace? The internet just went away for a bit, and now it's suddenly back again. So that's the main thing, though, I guess. We just wheel out the front of your place. <laughs> yeah, he's jinxed it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're back. So uh, we just had a bit of a chat amongst ourselves. But uh, yep. now we'll get into the stories. Well, don't forget the, the Castaway Awards are still apparently going for the popular vote, ending soon. But now, uh, how long is that? How long are the voting lines open? Well, the the event is in the end of March, so I think they close pretty soon. But this is for the the popular vote. But there's only one winner over all categories. So okay, good luck to us. <laughs> <laughs> trying to win that. Fingers crossed. <laughs> but uh, listen, if you're at a computer while you're listening to us, just go to castawayawards.com.au forward slash vote. You'll find us. We're about number three on the in the list. Um, you know, we need Make more us votes. number one. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter what order in the list you are. We're, we're way down on the on the number of votes. But if you get near a how computer... Many bots do I need, how many bots do I need to purchase a botnet for? Yeah, well, we could find that out, couldn't we? We'll give Carly a call. Now, what else have we got going? Let's start start some stories. Yes, we were just uh, Eric just touched on the new five billion dollar headquarters of Apple's opening in April. The first wave of employees will begin moving into the new joint in uh, the U.S. Spring, which is like nowish, coming up to nowish. Uh, it will take about six hey, months. You reckon they've got many? You reckon they've got many hipsters working at Apple head office? You know, like the ironic beards and. No, I don't. glasses with no, no glass in it, you know. In design. <laughs> I don't know. You know. 
alfalfa sandwiches and and you know like mud shoes no. avocado mash yeah smashed avocado yeah no for $30 i can make it here for a dollar 50 i reckon that it'd be probably pretty clean cut clean shaven you're going to be clean yeah i don't think johnny Ives you reckon, like you looking reckon at a scruffy do you reckon that Apple would now have a certain type of individual working there since Timmy Cook took over? Uh, not overly, no. You know, a, a particular bent, if you like, towards <laughs> a certain type of person. Oh no, I don't. No, I don't think no. so. I, I, look, look, there's what there's twelve. Because he can be, he can be quite. Uh, some people, not him necessarily, can be quite um, divisive in that manner. Uh, yes, but I mean. You're talking about a professional company. I don't know if they – that would be just too too petty, wouldn't it? You, I think it would be extremely petty, but it's – I've seen it happen before. Mm, yeah, well, maybe, but um, – But anyway. Because they always say that the culture of the company is set from the top down. Right. right? Yeah. So – and who's at the top? Yeah, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You'd have to go and have a look. Well, and I think do, I might go over there and just uh, do some research. Fly, get a drone over there and just have a look. <laughs> There's, uh, it'll take about six months to fill all the 12,000 plus workers uh, to make the complete oh, transition. God. That's so, too many people. Well, it depends. Well, Mate, what are they how doing? Would, how would you go out the cafeteria? How long would that line be? They must have a few. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be a rush they'd to, have to have. A, they'd have, about, have, to about, have to have about 300 cafeterias. It'd be a rush. They do. <laughs> It'd be a rush at lunchtime to sit under one of those trees, wouldn't it? So Apple's oh, hot. Or, or you'd be a rush to get take your photo taken next to one of Johnny Ives' designed pot plants. Pop, tree plant things. <laughs> <laughs> there might be, do you reckon there'd be like little, some statues of Johnny Ives, you know, little cement statues or Tim Cook? And maybe just a, just a, butt, a bust. Yes, you know, removable bust. And when Tim goes, next one comes in. Oh, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 3D printer. Apple's uh, high standards contributed to delays on the project, former construction manager said. Now, for an example on delays, one door handle took at least a year and a half to design. That's where Johnny's been. Remember when so we... Johnny took a year and a half to design a handle. Remember we... Yeah, he's he's been, really, been really busy checking out knobs. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe he's just a perfectionist when it comes to his knobs. He, he could be, but in this case, it was a handle. So, you well, know. yeah. Well, I'm sure they've got. I'm sure that a place that big would have plenty of knobs. I'm sure yep. it's got a few. I'm sure it's got a, a, a lot. Lots of knobs. Now, shiny took, knobs. It took at least a year and a half to design, according to a former construction manager. So, Apple unveiled its plans for this new joint in 2011. And I think Steve Jobs was, you know, at the start of it, you know, sort of designing it all and all this sort of stuff. Now, they said there'll be also a thousand-seat theatre uh, in its in its headquarters, and it will be named after Steve Jobs, who helped design the 100... And so it should be. Yeah, it helped design the 175-acre campus before he died. That's uh, a the, lot of space, isn't it? 175 yeah, acres. Yeah, it is. a lot of space. It is. It is. I remember I grew up on a farm. It was 62 acres. That's a hell of a lot. I could ride my motorbike around for 10 minutes before hitting the other side. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, ha- I, had a, I had a farm, believe it or not, not long ago, up at up York in Queensland, Glenny. Oh, all right. Whereabouts? On the other side of um, just near Texas, Queensland. Mm. Mm. Near, the, near the dam there. That's out in the highway. Um, I had 42 acres there, and that was a lot. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's right. We had uh, 62, I think, I think I said. Yeah, anyway... So, uh, uh, yeah. Johnny, uh, he, he, he's been let out after designing these handles, and he's also offered a quote. So you know he's 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 back he's back. Oh, alive. he's done the tradey gone gone the tradey route. I'll give you three yeah. quotes. <laughs> That's right. But he's come out. He's gone. Uh, Steve invested so much of his energy creating and supporting vital creative environments. We have approached the design, engineering, and making of our new campus with the same enthusiasm and design principles that characterise our products. I'd like to hear that in his voice, you know, in, in a white background on a video. Yeah, it'd be nice. <laughs> I, I thought I, you did a good impression of that. No, I, I've tried. I can't do his voice because it's sort of, it's not a strong English accent. You know, I can do Prince Charles and, and Princess Prince Philip, no problem, but 
I can't do his because it's a very diluted accent. Mm. It's very difficult, very difficult to do. Well, he's he's a, he's a bit so, isn't he? Bit he's of, a little bit of a bit. So he's sort of mixture of you know English, American, and South African. Yeah, yeah. He's a big bitza. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, that's that's enough of that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, onward and upward, Mister Cookie. Yes. Yes. That, exactly. Yep. Uh, Jase, what have you found this week? If your internet holds well, out. Yep. <laughs> Got my fingers crossed. Qualcomm chip promises mobile data that's faster than fixed line fiber. Ooh. Well, make um, little Liberal Party happy. We won't cancel that NBN rubbish. Well, that's Major what... chip maker. Yep. I was going to say, sorry, that's what they were saying. Like, you know, four or five years ago, I think I think that might have been one of the Liberals' arguments is that they didn't want to relay all this cable because the technology in you know so many years. Laying it, yeah, that's right. The technology no, in the yeah would be faster. It depends on the coverage. Just got to depend on the coverage. Yeah, but it also depends on the redundancy because a lot of these fiber optics, um, they can switch it up. Oh, I don't reckon they, you can beat cable. I reckon cable's the go. Oh, I, I love cable because you can you can switch that up yeah. too. Because all it needs, if you've got the right cabling, you want to switch it up. You just got to change the equipment at the other end, mm. yeah. rather than replace the cables. The cables if they put dark yeah. fiber in there or or op, fiber optics, you know you can get you know because they're only in the states. Those university campuses have only got fiber optics from from their campus to the the backbone or whatever. Same as what they're laying here, but their equipment at the other end, their um their D slams. If you, I think that's what they're called. Yeah. Um, it allows them to do four gigabits up and down, for example. Now, why can't they do that here? They're investing all this money on cabling, and they're putting a dial-up modem at the other end. Yeah, yeah well, they've also, there's also what tests going on over in the U.S. about how, how fast they can get data down the old copper wiring. But Well, the, the yeah, uh, NBN, NBN co-CEO came out and said, well, even if we gave away you know one gigabit internet for free, nobody would want it. Mm. Oh, no, no of course not. <laughs> no, no one would want it. No one. What, what a load of rubbish. This is from other, ca- this other is when countries I- are going for five gigabit networks. Yeah. yeah. South Korea, for example. I, I, think, was, I think I might have posted that onto the Facebook site and I just, just said, this guy needs another job. Like, yep. he needs, I think we he talked needs about it last week. Yeah. On the scrap heap. Yeah, we, that yeah, reminds yeah, we me of the, um, the, the guy at IB, in IBM in, about, in the 60s yep. said famously... <laughs> Everything that's ever going to be invented already has been invented. Yep. One of them as well who said, I can see maybe a future for about 25 computers in the whole world. Yeah, that was them. And they didn't, that was, well, that they're was on the ball. They, they, the they didn't want to lose their mainframe business. And also, wasn't it Bill Gates that said, why would you ever need more than 640 meg? Memory? Base memory? K. Yeah. 640K yeah. should be K. for anyone. 640K? Yeah, 640K? Yes, that's right. I used that much up walking to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, even 640 meg. That's what? Crazy. Oh, no, that just does me in. Yeah, 640 meg. Oh, no, 640k. Yeah, in the memory. Yeah. Wow. But anyway, sorry, Jace, the, the Qualcomm, and they, they're going yeah. hard. Major chip maker Qualcomm has announced new smartphone technology which promises to blow the socks off your mobile download speeds. Really? The company which produces the chips and processes and make up the guts of many modern smartphones unveiled the Snapdragon X20, an LTE modem capable of download speeds of up to 1.2 gigabits Ooh, yeah. per second. Qualcomm says the chip will allow smartphone makers to deliver experiences such as 360-degree video, virtual reality, connected cloud computing, and super-fast downloads on their mobile device. The chip manages the unprecedented feat through more aggressive carrier aggregation, which bonds carrier frequency ranges, which allows it to download 12 unique data streams of up to 100 megabits per second each. If the chip is capable of what Qualcomm is promising, it would provide download speeds faster than many current fixed-line fibre services. The new Snapdragon chips supports more than uh, supports more combinations of LTE carriers and a higher number of total LTE spatial streams. The implications of this are massive. Mm-hmm. Speaking to the Enquirer, Qualcomm senior director Ben Timmons said the new chip, which is 20% more powerful than its predecessor is all about offering more flexibility when it comes to providers tapping into spectrum, particularly as the world moves towards gigabit LTE and 5G technology. While the 1.2 gigabit per second speed capability is important, probably more important that it brings additional flexibility. Most of the mobile operators have diverse spectrum and it varies from country to country. 
The X20 critically brings an extra level of flexibility that will allow an extra set of operators to get up to a gigabit or beyond. The only thing that I'm concerned about is this is going to saturate towers very quickly. As yeah, well, they're going to have to build new towers. Obviously. 12 unique streams of 100 megabits each, whereas before there was like one or two streams per well, phone. Is that similar to what Telstra are trialing on their 5G network, which is... So. Yeah. On the field trials here, this was released in January this year. Field trials um, show that they were delivering 20 gigabits per second to phones. So long as you're the only one on the tower, probably. <laughs> well, probably, but that's what I mean. I'm, I'm sure they have to update their towers. Yeah. Um, and that's equivalent to, it says here, uh, that's equivalent to um, 4,000 high-definition movies at once. Yep. Or 600 movies per minute to a smartphone. It's not bad. <laughs> that's not bad. Not bad. Yeah, that's good. Um, and look, and the NBN could do that. They just got to upgrade their equipment at the exchange. Well, nobody wants fast speeds. Yeah, fiber to node. Can you? If the only way that's going to work properly, fiber to node, is they use that technology they've got in the states, where mm. it allows them to get 100 megabits per second down a copper copper line. But this this but fruit otherwise, it's not going to work. This Fruit Loop over at the uh, MBN, who said that, oh, who's going to need a, what was that, a gigabit or something? Could you imagine Intel, the chief of Intel coming out and said, who's going to need a, 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 a three gigahertz processor? Like, come on, who's going to need that? Ridiculous. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> because everything develops. As you know, software gets more complicated. You need more, more, um, more processing power to crunch those algorithms, whether it be graphics or, or other applications. And the internet videos get more, you, know, you start doing more on the internet, you know, people can, can uh, you know, have high definition mm. conferences with, with 20 people. Yes. Now, you can't do that on one line that does 50 megabits down. No, well, that's right. That's right. And, and it's good for, good for productivity. And what, mm. they're missing, what they're not realising is that if you put in the technology that allows people to be productive outside of the office, how many cars do you reckon are not on the roads now? Less mm. pollution, less traffic, less stress. Mm. Yep. But more yeah. time. Well, more I've got time, a couple, I've got a couple of friends. I've got a couple of friends who are musicians. When they record their music and store it in raw format, so it's the highest quality possible before they sample it down and stuff, they want to back it up somewhere or send it to a friend to do some mixing or something. They use several petabytes of data. Yeah, of course. That and they just mm. have to start it off. And then come back a couple of nights later, and now the other guy might have a copy of it. And then he can start working on it. And time it's ridiculous. One. He should have it mm. pretty much within within a minute. But I think the 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 story here is not just not the debate on you know why we don't have the fast speeds or whatever. I think the story here is why this clown is ceiling putting ceilings on his own company's ambitions. You well, know, like he's saying, "Well, we're going to stop here. This is it. We're going to stop." Political. But that's typical. See, NBN is like what Telstra used to be, a monopoly, right? And they, government should never own anything like this. It's a monopoly. So what do you think they do by putting a cap on it? What it it's pent-up demand, right? So when suddenly someone wants it and you're the only one that can supply it, you can charge what you want because you're a monopoly. NBN should be sold off to the, to, you know, the four or five major telcos. Float the company... Sell it off, and Telstra might can afford thirty percent of it. Optus might get twenty five percent of it. Vodafone might grab fifteen percent of it, and Primus and a couple others might get five or ten percent. And all the telcos have got a share in NBN. Then it's in it in their best interest to make sure it runs properly. Well, that's right. Yeah. So you, yeah. That, well, that's well, right. the government's running it. Do you honestly think they can? Everyone, I don't think many people forget the bad old days of Telstra as a monopoly. Mm. It used to take you eight weeks to get a phone line. That's what it's going to be. That's why the NBN's taking so long, because it's another monopoly mentality of the bureaucracy. There's no accountability. There's no, there's no hurry because who you're really answering to? Nobody. Mm. But if your, performance like being, if your performance was being watched and capped and reviewed, I tell you what, this thing would have been rolled out three years ago. Yeah. And the only thing that we tend to have in this country is the ACCC that doesn't have any teeth for anything. It doesn't have any teeth. Like, mm. Oh, fuel, fuel prices have gone up. They're colluding. They're colluding. <laughs> That's very naughty, isn't it? Yes. yes. Well, we'll look into that. 
You've Wait, been what? a very sure. naughty boy. Don't do it again. No, it's just it's somebody's going to get hurt real bad. <laughs> you can't. It's not going to. It's not going to work while they're a monopoly. And this, they also, oh, you know, this was supposed to be rolled out in 2014, mm. 100%. So now 2017. Now they've pushed it to 2020 now. Yeah. So. And you've, so had other, you've had other people come, you've had other people knocking on the door, like I remember up in Brisbane, they wanted to put the, the internet or some internet cabling through the sewers, but that was knocked yeah. on the head because, I don't know, yeah. what we, they weren't allowed to access the sewer pit. But, I mean, why, why not? But, anyway, we'll move on to uh, something else. It just else. makes me so angry. Yes, yeah, so I, I feel your anger. I'll, I'll just sit here with my fibre to the premises and oh. smile. Well, I hate you yeah, so well, much. Uh, well, yours is the only one that's wigged out tonight, so... Yeah, so uh, there. What are you uh, saying? Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's right. <laughs> now, something else, it's uh, about time. It's had a change. It, it's uh, it's moving into the uh, the next century. Now, I'm sure most of you have seen the MSY webpage. Well, apparently... No. The, PD, the PDF that you download. <laughs> no, they do have a webpage, but you do get your price list off a PDF. It's, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the MSY is apparently I didn't know it was uh, so renowned for being so clunky and ugly. Yes, uh, yes very much so. Yes, that's why we nicknamed the the company Messy. Oh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, right. Well, it, it is an old, it's an old style website. You know, you got to log in five times before you can actually get in. And I think it's hosted on GeoCities, isn't it? I think it might no, have used uh, to have My, been. MySpace. But, but look at the old the old counter there up there at the left there. It looks like a bit of a. I remember that. It's that, 1995. You remember that style counter yeah, when when I was doing uh, Facebook, uh, not Facebook. What are they? MySpace. No, uh, the old websites that do those uh, front page extensions. Oh you know? yeah, yeah. That's the old calendar the, the counters that you sort of used back then. But anyway, the MSY. If you don't know what it is, msy.com.au. Uh, it's a computer peripheral computer selling sort of place uh fairly cheap probably one of the cheapest you'll find around uh just lacks it's a bit cheap, of but there's no service that's right lacks a bit of uh customer service but you know if you want to put up with that they've had their, they've had a few issues too with uh you know repairs and warranties and all that sort of stuff but i mean you know at the end of the day the parts still are covered by a manufacturer's warranty so you could still probably uh within reason you have to check but you know like say you had a seagate drive it broke. You took it back to MSY. They went, nah, 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 I'm not doing nothing there. You could still probably send it back to Seagate and so, and so yeah, forth. It's great, if, it's great if you're a technical person, you just want the parts and you don't want to try go somewhere where they want to upsell you or something yeah. like this. Like, I know what I want. I order it. I go in, I pick it up. That's all I want. And I'm a technician. Mm. I buy all the – I don't buy a desktop computer from HP. I buy the case. I buy the CPU, I buy the RAM, I buy the video card, the sound card, and everything, and then put it all together myself. Yeah, but yeah, well, that I've never, I've never had an upsell at MSY. I don't even understand what he's saying. I just nod and go, yeah. nah, 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 <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> so I don't even know. All of them. Yeah, he might, he might be upselling, but I'm just going, nah, nah, yeah. <laughs> whatever. But anyway, their website, they, they're, they're hiring MSY. They're looking for Magento coders and all this sort of stuff. So the you should tell them they should go with Drew Powell. Well, that would be <laughs> my suggestion. That's right. They're looking to recruit new staff to its IT team to help implement a new e-commerce platform based on the Magento, which is the open source platform geared towards medium-sized retailers that offers enterprise software that doesn't include hosting. Now, the MSY page, which I just flashed up there before, it went online in 2002 and has gone largely yeah. unchanged since 2009. See, they were waiting for the MBN before they pumped out yep. the, their new one. It, uh, look, it's gone through minor improvements, but seriously, it's still pretty crappy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's still crappy. But anyway. It was it, actually a really cool website. I can't remember what it was now, but it, it uh, this guy had written scripts in Perl or something, and it would scrape all the PDFs, and it would display the MSY products and information um in a normal web page that you could search and index. Right. And it worked like a normal text page. And they also would monitor prices. So if this week something was like my modem, uh, my router that I've got here was like uh, $280 and then 
at Christmas time and then New Year's it was $300 and now it's $349. They would show that the prices over the months and stuff like that was really good. But mm. then um, eventually they said, you know, MSY changed things enough that it wasn't worthwhile him keeping up with all the changes all the time. But it was really good. It was sort of like a dig crapify uh, MSY page. So do you think that MSY, you know, as you said, changed a few things over time, changed it to stop him? Or or just change it as in. I think they were they were just changing it. They <laughs> didn't know or care. Yeah, because that would have been a good little setup, wouldn't it? Something like it that. Was, yeah. But sometimes, like if you if you can't handle MSY and you got one near you, just go to the UMART site, find what you want, and then search it on the the MSY PDF. If you got yeah. the MSY <laughs> near you, and then yeah, do it that way. But anyway, that's enough about MSY. Uh, so Eric, did you have any anything to talk about, or are you just happy to? Chime in when the need arises. Tag along, tag along Joe, are you? All right, good stuff. Well, we'll ask uh, Warlock if he's got any more. Well, we know how much uh, Eric loves Apple, so we should do an iPhone 8 rumours story, surely. Yeah, do that you one. On, can you? Yeah. It's something, something I do love Apple. I just, don't like, I just don't like the people running it. Clear watches. Mm. iPhone 8 tip to watches. have front-side 3D camera paving way for augmented reality. The new iPhone could boost a game-changing 3D camera and allow for facial recognition and augmented reality applications, according to new leaks. KGI Security's top Apple analyst, Ming-Chi Kiu, claims a front camera on the new OLED iPhone will have a revolutionary infrared module that can sense the 3D space in front of it. The combination of the front camera and a 3D sensor would allow iPhone users to generate a 3D selfie and create digital avatars of themselves to be used in augmented reality. The report gives credence to fans and pundits who are expecting big things from the new device, which marks a highly anticipated 10th anniversary of the iPhone. Oh, the yeah. fact that Apple would be trying hard to develop AR capabilities for its devices makes sense given how bullish the company CEOs about the potential of augmented reality. I regard it as a big idea like the smartphone Tim Cook said in an interview earlier this month. I think AR is that big. It's it's huge. You're going to love it. It's fantastic. A lot of my friends said that it's awesome. Is that huge with it? a Y? Yeah, Y-O-O-G-E. <laughs> huge. But he's, been, he's been banging on about this for three years. Yep. Augmented reality. He's a bit late to the game with the 3D camera, isn't he? 3D's passe. No one gives a rats. Go on. No, it's not. It's um, 3D. Like a couple of sensors, but it's going to detect the area in front of it via 3D infrared, so it can map your face to uh, object. It would certainly give an edge to Apple, which is believed to be ahead of Google's Android in developing 3D algorithms. According to reports, the camera system will be fueled by PrimeSense algorithms, which Apple acquired in 2013. Latest speculation follows rumours that Apple may move away from its Touch ID fingerprint scanner in favour of iris or facial recognition technology. Mm-hmm. This week it was announced that Apple bought Israeli facial recognition technology startup RealFace. The company is expected to unveil three phones in September, two nearly identical phones with screens of different sizes and one super premium phone that is pegged at to cost about $1,500. Oh, that's too much. No. Not going to happen. It's going to be a flop. The only people who are going to use this are the absolute narcissists who are going to take three D selfies all day. Mm. That's uh, Instagram. That's... Yeah, sorry. Three D Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Uh, look, I suppose at the moment that's just all rumours and and whatever. Uh, and good luck posting a three D video or um or photo or whatever they're going to post. Good luck on the bandwidth on that one. Yeah, true. Yeah. 5G will be out, so it'll be great. <laughs> what was this? I read something about Sydney's Optus in Sydney's doing a four and a half G. Did anyone read that? <laughs> no. <laughs> four and a half. Yeah. Did you hear that, Jake? From my iPhone 4.5G. That's for you. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, have, I'll Google it in a minute and see what happens. Uh, Microsoft and Google agree to bury pirated content in search results. So you probably could see this oh, no. coming. But I, so I suppose, like, how far they can bury it with uh, what specific search terms that's been put into it. You know, like if you type in Game of Thrones, uh, what is it, a inverted commas, torrent inverted commas, I think you're going to get what you're looking for. Uh, oh, but, yeah. Uh, aren't you? That will just change. They'll just change their algorithms at their end. 
torrent. Mm. So they've agreed, Google and Microsoft, obviously Microsoft being like the Bing, uh, have agreed to downla- downgrade any links to pirated content. Uh, this is in the UK. Uh, so I guess that it doesn't really say if this is just for UK or if it's worldwide. You'd imagine it'd be worldwide. So they've developed a voluntary code of practice that urges search engines to remove infringing links from the first page of search results. And both Microsoft and Google have agreed to follow this, the advisory. So anyway, uh, although Google already has a number of measures in place to stop offending content being uh, serviced at the top of searches, it said it would also change its existing policies, but the code of conduct would help it communicate its commitment to anti-piracy. I don't really understand that last sentence, but <laughs> anyway, like we can de-destruct it if you want. Uh, so Google said it had a number of measures in place already to stop the offending content. Fair enough. It said it wouldn't change the existing policies. So this new advisory thing that they've put out, well, and uh, but it said it would help communicate any piracy. So I think that's all just gobbledygook. But anyway, yeah, it's not going to happen. The basis, of the, the basis of the story is that it looks like the yeah search engines are going to start yeah ranking lower and lower and lower uh, links to pirated content. Is it going to affect Google's revenue in any way? Um, less less click throughs. Oh, I don't know. I I I wouldn't have a clue. But maybe marginally. I don't think it'd be a big one. Like if you're searching for a torrent, I don't think what are your I don't know. I just don't click on ads. Like, I get them. I don't, I don't click on any ads. I don't have. Um, I don't click on any ads at all. I don't have uh, ad ad blocker or whatever. Will has. Do you do an ad blocker, Jace? Yep, I run ad blocker. I'm a pop up blocker, yeah. not an ad blocker. No, an ad blocker. So you don't get the no. ads on the web page. Not just a pop up. No, I, would, I wouldn't mind that, but I mean, that's not a big deal. Yeah, look, I don't. Really mind it either. I don't. I just don't. For, for, I don't know. I just. I'm just blind to ads down the side or whatever. I just don't look at them. I get sick of those ones now that you scroll. It starts off a little one, particularly on the American news sites. There's a little banner across the top, and as you scroll down, it moves and takes up the whole page yes. kind of view. Mm. And then you can't click away for it for a few seconds, and then you have to find this tiny little X, and you click on that, and then it shrinks down to the bottom left, but it keeps the video playing unless you click on then the pause button. But it'll keep, you know, uses up some of your bandwidth still because the video is still buffering and stuff. So it's, mm. it's yeah, it starts small, it takes up your whole page, and then you click the X, and it keeps playing in a little window down here until you have to stop that one. Those yeah. are the ones that drive crazy now. Yeah, look, I, I suppose they've got to try and get their, the message across. I've got another story about Google and ads coming up in a second. I got a, they looked up the um, Optus 4.5G thing if you want to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. What are they doing? Is it true? Oh, that's typical, typical Optus. Yeah. They can't go the full five. <laughs> the Optus 4.5G network initially would be confined to 95,000 people and 400 businesses at Macquarie Park, a high-tech zone that surrounds Optus headquarters in Sydney. But their Northwest. reception is rubbish. They're on the wrong frequency. It's rubbish. Optus aims for more than 70% of its network to be covered by 4.5G within a year. That's most of its current 9.6 million mobile customers in Australia. Initially, it'll occur in Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, Adelaide and Perth, of course. Um, Optus Managing Director of Network said customers with new or recent 4G LTE phone could enjoy two to four times the current download and upload speeds with 4.5G and faster network response time with less latency. Under these conditions, a download occurring at 20 megs a second could occur at a much faster 80 megabits per second. Mm. But if you have a 4.5G compatible phone or modem, the speed improvement, uh, speed improvement could be more striking. Optus said you'd enjoy a peak speed of one gigabit per second. And even if you don't get uh, gigabits, gigabit speeds, the extra lanes on the data highway will give you hundreds of megabits per second at other times. At media launch yesterday, Optus achieved a 1.12257 gigabit per second download speed with 4.5G. Unfortunately, 4.5G handsets are not available, no. although some are expected to be announced at next week's Mobile World Congress event in Barcelona. Tell Get me some of that Nokia 4.5G on Optus. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's going to be a roaring success if no one's got a phone to test it out with. That's Huawei the- partnered with Optus to develop 4.5G. Excellent. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, okay, now look, we've got a. <laughs> I, I can see Jace's next story here, and I've got a couple of security type 
related stories. So um, we'll hear about uh, the the doorbell first, I think. Or so I've seen some ads on the TV about this. Uh, it's a yeah, good I'm little very device. To get one myself, yeah, yeah. Internet what? connected doorbells and cameras became the latest weapon to detect and stop burglaries. Burglaries, burglaries. <laughs> burglaries. <laughs> Internet-connected doorbells and webcams are becoming the latest weapons in law enforcement after being credited with capturing two attempted burglaries in video in Australia and allowing police to investigate the footage. In one case, the device woke the victim from his sleep, allowing him to scare off the prowler before he break into the house. And the company behind the technology said footage from the devices had been used to successfully prosecute burglars overseas. North Sydney resident Gordon Waddell became the latest person to test Ring's internet-connected camera when it woke him with phone alerts at 5am. Video footage streamed to his phone from the device showed an intruder attempting to enter the back door. Nice. He said the guy tested the screen doors locked twice before successfully opening it. Mr. Waddell said the alerts gave him time to run to the back door and scare the man off. I pulled back the curtains, looked the intruder in the face and yelled at him like an enraged madman <laughs> with a baseball bat in my hand, he said. The man leapt over the next door's fence to escape. So he's gone to rob next door that it's all right. They don't have a ring doorbell. Yep. <laughs> in another case, a ring doorbell owner in Blacktown, New South Wales, captured footage of a man stealing a parcel left at the front door. The doorbell looks like any other. It includes a wide-angle camera lens and an internet connection to stream video footage to a smartphone app. Ring Australia New Zealand Managing Director Mark Fletcher said the devices, which only launched in this country late last year, regularly caught video footage of crime, including mail theft. Said the company planned to launch a new product with a high-definition camera and floodlight in the future to future further deter and detect thieves. And I was looking at the um, Ring website because um, I've seen Leo talk about this a lot. Mm. And um, they've got a feature where if you have other people with Ring in your neighbourhood and you, you see somebody come to your front door and steal a parcel or they try and come in... Um, through the back door or something, and you got that on video, you can share that video. You click the share button, it'll go to everybody within your local neighborhood and it'll pop up on their phone and say, if you see this guy, watch out because he's trying to steal things from people in this neighborhood. Right, right. So you could do sort of a neighborhood watch thing, which would be fantastic. Mm. Yeah, that's a question. Looks, that looks good, doesn't it? Yeah. Yep. Here's a practical question for you. Mm. Yeah. Right. Guy rings your doorbell. And he says, he's, I've got a delivery. Yeah. Um, you can't say, and he, just say he's, he's uh, disguised as a delivery guy, okay? Yeah. You, you can't say, uh, I'm not there, because then he'll go, you beauty, and I'm going to rob you for sure now. Yeah. So he rings a doorbell, number one, and then you, but he can't see you, obviously, but you can see him. Mm. Otherwise, it defeats the purpose. Because you'll see that you're at a restaurant, <laughs> <laughs> and it's no good. No, um, but I suppose you um, can say to him, uh, "You're on the toilet or something. <laughs> leave the parcel yeah. there." Oh, or, or yeah, leave the, I'll oh, give it to my next door neighbour. Talk, he's going to say, "Oh my God, you're talking to me while I'm on. You're on the can. You're a pig, mate. What are you doing <laughs> with a with a doorbell button in the can?" You've got video. Yeah, you say, "I'll have a look at that log." Yeah. What about if you uh, what about the gear you got you got a, a legitimate parcel guy, right? Mm. He rings a doorbell and you answer it and you go, I'll just leave it on the step. Right? That's yeah. a normal thing to do, just leave it there. Yeah. Right? But he says, No, I need a signature. Well, I'm not there, am I? I can't tell the guy I'm not no, there. But I suppose if he well, they're gonna have to get smarter, aren't they? They're gonna have to say, Well, yeah, like the normally the delivery guy will just probably go, Yeah, okay. And you'll say, I've got the dreaded lurgy. I can't come down because I'll end. <laughs> you know what? You know what would be a better system? Because the, the robbers will always ring the doorbell, right? Yeah. A better system would be as soon as there is forced and your door opens without. Um, every time someone walks through the door, your you should your phone should get notified and you can look mm. who's in your house. Yeah, well, right? these have got these have got motion detection on them as well, so they'll video anyone walking close to your front door or coming up onto the veranda and it'll record that and send it to you as well. Well, that's, that, that, that'll work. And if someone does ring the doorbell, then I wouldn't answer the doorbell. I've got to make it look like I'm not home. Well, you yeah. could just say, listen... Or I'll, or I'll just talk to the bloke while I'm talking, to, while I'm calling the police. Yeah, or you yeah. could just say, mate, I'm not at home. This is to your delivery, fake delivery driver or whatever. Mate, I'm not at home, but 
you are being recorded. Leave the parcel there or go away. Put the parcel down and step back away from it. That's right. Step away <laughs> from the five points. This doorbell is But moving on to some other little security uh, uh, things that I picked out this week. Uh, how's this one for a scam? This is more a scammy. That's uh, called the Can You Hear Me scam. Have you guys ever heard of this? I've never heard of it. It's, uh, uh, yeah, I, I haven't got a call. Around. I saw it going around Facebook and then I looked it up on Snopes. So I'll wait till you finish and then add that in. Is uh, it fake news? No. Police in several US states, and apparently it's happening like all over the world, are urging people to avoid answering this, the, 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 answering their phone of people that they don't know. Now, apparently what's happening is you answer the phone, you go, hello, and then the person on the other end goes, can you hear me? And so you're going, yes, yes. Right, that's a normal That's a normal reaction. Yes. So you've got to train yourself to say something like sometimes or um, not very clearly or uh, Yeah, because or you're clear enough. Yes, be, yes, <laughs> because yes. Be, oh, no, I've been scammed on the podcast. Can you hear me, Glenn? <laughs> Glenn, can you hear me? You yes, that's right, yes. Clear enough. Now, or you can just say, who is this? You've agreed to our terms and conditions. Yeah, and that's yeah, what's... say, who is this? Yeah, and that's what's going on because your yes is getting recorded and, and then they use it to, uh, you know, contact the electricity or your bank or whatever and you and they can just replay... Oh, they can pay my electricity bill, no problem. They can do that. Yeah, yeah but, but you can, they can uh, replay this your your voice back through the phone to the bank or whatever and, yeah, that's this is the scam. So how's that for a scam? It is a huge scam. That's a bloody it's crazy... Huge. You're gonna hate it. <laughs> it's a huge scam, but th- there's another one. So I guess, like, yeah, like if you get this strange phone call and you get this, uh, can you hear me or something crazy? Maybe you just should just go. Uh, I don't know, care, something like that. What? <laughs> now the other one that I had was the Google. Oh, sorry, did you want to add anything to that, Jace? Yeah, I look. I had a look on um, Snopes, and they said it's undetermined if it's actually very uh, real or not. They said they contacted the police who were mentioned in the article, and also the ones in the BBC, um, the people there who'd reported it, and they haven't got anyone got back to them yet. So Ooh, they said news. they haven't seen any actual reports, but um, it has been mentioned by the police and BBC. Mm. Fake tech news. Look out. Now, but anyway, it's still good to good to keep in the back of your mind. Now, the other one was the Google Chrome scam uh, that can inject malware into your computer. Hackers can inscript can inject script into poorly protected web pages, most likely a WordPress web page. The script then targets the Chrome browser on Windows, rewrites the compromised website on the victim's browser to make the page unreadable, and creates a fake issue for the user to resolve. Now, the fake issue. Is something like this: the the Hofler text wasn't found. Click here to download the hey, font. Hey, what was Harold Hofler? Yeah, who Harold Hofler? Hasselhoff. Now the Hofler text was yeah, so it urges users to download the update. So obviously, normally you'd probably go, well, yeah, okay, it looks pretty pretty good, like a little Chrome window. It looks it doesn't look too bad. Now the Hofler text font not found malware Lua which targets the Google Chrome users on Windows, continues to make the rounds via compromised WordPress sites. So there you go. Uh, Chrome. Just, Keep your WordPress up to date, people. Yeah, well, that doesn't help you if you don't even have a WordPress site. You just browse into one. I guess that's where it's coming from as well, isn't it? Just Yeah, just you browse into one. Now, as a little bit of a uh, uh, heads up about what how to not get it, Google Chrome does not offer any functionality for prompting for missing a font download. And all such prompts are sourced from malware or malvertising campaigns. Yeah, it should automatically select the default font that's programmed in there. Sarah yeah, browsers, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But that's uh, that's a couple of little scams I've found through the through the week, and I thought, oh, they're not from dodgy brothers. Yeah, and you got to keep your 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 peepers peeled, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, where else are you going, Jace? California. Yeah. I am in uh, next month. You are too, and uh, and so you've got your ticket secured for the twit. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Did you know That'd that? Be a lot of fun. Eric, Jace is going over to. Yeah, I, I heard that on a pod. Was it last week's podcast or the Must week before? Yeah, last, last week. week. Yeah. Last week when I wasn't here. 
Yeah. Yeah. Break break the news or I'm not around. Good on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Want to pop but, up uh, but well done. Break. Congratulations. And I hope you have fun. Yeah, be good. Thanks. Yeah, me too. Uh, California oh, TV. By the way, when you're in San Francisco, yep. sometimes the girls are not girls. Okay. Just a tip. It's like Thailand or something. He's not, going to, the, he's not going to the Apple campus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you punch him in the throat and your hand hurts and their neck doesn't, then you know you've hit it out of the... That's the way to do it. Yes. California TV maker Vizio, latest company to be caught in spying scandal. TV maker Vizio has been forced to pay a $2.5 million fine to settle allegations that they surreptitiously tracked consumers' viewing habits and sold the information to marketing companies and data brokers. The settlement announced this week ends parallel investigations conducted by New Jersey state officials and the Federal Trade Commission in America into the use of data collecting technology on Vizio smart TVs. According to legal documents, Vizio and its subsidiary manufacturers Smart TVs that captured second-by-second second information about video displayed on the sets. The data was sold to marketing companies and data brokers to measure viewing habits, such as the effectiveness of ad campaigns. The California-based company does not have a presence in Australia, but you can easily order one of the company's Smart TVs from the US. In fact, the Vizio E50-C1 Smart TV could be bought in the US and shipped to Australia for around $890. However, due to incompatibility issues, one would expect such instances to be rare. However, it's far from the first time a TV manufacturer has found itself in hot water for not revealing the secret habits of its TVs. Last year, Samsung changed its privacy policy, warning customers to stop making casually racist remarks, talking about their credit card details and talking dirty in front of their new smart TVs. Mm. The company informed users of the voice recognition feature, which meant their spoken words would be among the data captured and transmitted to a third party. Naturally, anger from surprised customers and privacy advocates ensued. That's yeah. going to happen with a lot of things. I mean, even the Apple TV. $2.5 million is a really lame fine. Yeah, it's tiny. That is the lamest fine on record, $2.5 million, really. Mm. Well, I think, as you were going to just say then, I think, Jay's like, it's, it's happening to a lot of things that are connected to the internet. And I think, wasn't yeah. there a... Xbox, Xbox has got the voice recognition and it's listening all the time. So it's the Apple TV now and their mm. series and yeah, Google Assistants and... Cortanas and stuff always listening constantly. But I wonder, like, how far can this go? Like, if you know, if you're talking, say you're saying something disparaging towards someone else, or you might be, you know, really, really uh, on the edge of using certain language or whatever, and uh, and it's just getting picked up by your TV and it's sent somewhere. Like, I wonder how far is this going to go? Are you going to get a phone call saying, "Well, we've got you recorded saying this, 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 and this hate speech or whatever." Yeah. Yes. Can you hear me? <laughs> Probably. Wasn't that the Probably you get someone you get you get some um something something you know LGBTXYZ council or something ringing you up saying we taped you saying something derogatory about someone on a TV show and uh, the fourth police to be around your place in a couple of minutes. So watch out. What next? It's like it's like every household has got the goggle box going. Yeah, yeah. Oh, could you imagine? I, I, I can't think of a worse TV show in the world. Oh, me neither. But, um, me neither. And apparently, these people don't get paid. I, I heard. They, they, they just eat. I think they I'm just give famous. Food. I'm famous. I'm on the television. That's right. But why do people want to watch? People? Why would you pay them? They're not talent. But why do you want to watch people watching TV? Why, well, I know. Why? Why does Twitch exist? Well, yeah, true. What? Oh, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, but I can see that at least that's just not <coughs> watching other people watching TV. I know it's watching other people play a game, but I, I learned something. Yeah, I, I can I can get Twitch better than I can get Gigglebox. Now, YouTube. Well, if you're doing Twitch, you're watching someone on doing a video game, and you you know people sometimes watch that to. Mm. So this might this is my last. What you did there, and well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, tips, tips and tricks. This is my last uh, one for this episode. YouTube ditches the unskippable 30-second ads. So it's something that really annoys me and it also annoys me just on other other platforms like maybe Facebook or Channel 9 or something. You know, you get these 30-second ads before you watch a video. Oh, and, look, I hate that. Yeah. If you want to read a story and the, just, you just get an ad. 
Yeah, I, 30 seconds is too much for me. I'll go away. Uh, most of the top, 99% of the Five time. seconds tops. Yeah, 15 seconds, 30 seconds. I've got better things to do than watch yeah. stupid ads. Yeah, that's right. Watch TV if I want ads. Anyway, uh, it's saying it wants to focus exactly. on, what, focus on formats that work well for both users and advertisers. Uh, long, unskippable adverts are seen as a nuisance by many viewers. Well, they got that right. Their research is correct. Tick. Uh, Will Smythe, head of media at the agency. Oh, sorry, head of media at the Agenda Twenty One agency, the, says the thirty-second ad is a legacy from TV times. True, it's a standard TV unit which has been put online, but it's not the most effective way to advertise. Uh, this will encourage advertisers to be more creative about the way they use the platform. I guess so. We'll just all have to pay for YouTube Red. Mm. But I think, you know, like there's sometimes I will watch a YouTube ad because I am interested in what they've got. They've, they've got me and I'll watch it, but it's very rare. Watch all the new Ghost in the Shell ads. Ghost in the Shell? Yeah, it's going to be a great film. Mm. Okay. Scarlett Johansson... Doing the Ghost in the Shell, which was a um, anime uh, anime from years ago. The Matrix was based on a lot of ideas from there. Now Scarlett Johansson is going to be the main character, and they're bringing. I didn't like the Matrix. No, didn't enjoy it. I haven't. I bought them all. Oh, all of them is there? Oh, there's two, isn't there? Three. 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 Wow. Yeah. I watched the first one and gave up on the other two. Yeah, I think I watched. We went the... to the midnight. We went to the midnight screening in George Street Cinemas for the first one. Yeah, right. Oh, you're a nerd. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched. I've watched it. I've seen it. I haven't. Uh, yeah, I've probably only seen it once a long time ago when it came out. And uh, yeah. All right. Well, I think uh, that might do us. I think we've got through all of our all of our little ones this week. So uh, it's we? been good. Yeah. And my internet lasted. It did. Well done. It did. And uh, the yeah. only anecdote that I was going to say at the start was um, I, I bought a um, Roku box because I, I've got the uh, movies on my Synology server and I wanted to stream them through. Found out that the Roku doesn't have very many codecs, does it? So you mm. can't watch very much on there. Ooh. So um, my TV, though, TCL, I you could put the movies onto USB and plug it in the back and it's got nearly all the codecs, all the XVID, DivX and mp4 and kv kvm and stuff yeah but um i didn't want to have to copy everything onto a usb once and then watch it and then unplug and i couldn't find a way to get the tv to stream the movie so i could watch it and then tonight um i was doing some research on the applications used on the synology there's a video station and a media server yeah and uh, somebody on the forum said that the media server has the dlna compatible system running on it oh, yeah. so um i thought oh i wonder if my tv does so i had already downloaded the manual pdf a while ago so i had a look through there and it's got click uh this menu option to turn on dlna so i went and tried that out and now i can watch everything just stream it straight to the tv i don't need the roku box anymore except nice. for uh streaming netflix <laughs> yeah nice oh, i'll do away with it i'll tell you it drove me crazy for months i was just about this afternoon to pay hundred dollars to get a raspberry pi 3 model b yep. with the bluetooth keyboard and the case and all this other stuff mm. and then i just found out my tv can finally do it so I well i did that far. i did that through the week i think i might have said i bought me raspberry pi and i did all right yeah. Yeah, so i got it put it all together put the the cody onto it yeah, all up and running within right. yeah, half you an love hour. Cody. Yeah, oh, it's great. What about your other Cody box? I sent that back. Oh, no good. Well, kept freezing. And oh, so, okay. So, um, yeah, terrible. sent it back. Had to, yeah, all, the had to go all the way back to China. But, yes, yeah, so I, I sent it back. Because <laughs> oh, I had to PayPal dispute it because it was broken because it kept freezing. Yeah. They, they wouldn't have a bar of it, so I, you know disputed it but anyway it's on its way back to china uh i built me cody box it's it's oh it's great it's, you know for, it's a cheap relatively cheap thing um yep. I, I had a couple of little add-ons i think i bought a, a tv usb tv aerial add-on thing because i want to make it into a pbr oh, yeah. as well and cool. but other than that yeah it just all went together it's it just runs 24 7 there's no fan or anything in it it's uh it yep. just it just runs and, it, and it's at the moment yeah it's, it's just it appears to be all good and 
yummy. It's good. Sweet. Yeah, yes, I like it. But yeah, that was uh, that was that's a great little thing. So it's not hard to put together. And um, yeah, and I was I was going to tell you something. I've been oh, that's right. Yeah, with the remote, it's on your phone. So there's a oh, okay, you can use that. Yeah, there's an iPhone remote. So um, you don't have to yeah. go through the network. Uh, you know, initially you got to have a mouse and a keyboard, obviously, to set it all up. It but up. once you yep. do that, you just pull it all out, put, pull them out, chuck them away, and leave it sitting up there without all that, and you just use your iPhone. Excellent. Nice. Excellent. Like it, yeah. All right. Well, that's all we've got this week. So thanks yep. for joining us, and uh, we'll have some more stories and more uh, delving into the depths of what's all the stories that are, will transpire in the week ahead. So thanks for joining us, Jace. Uh, we'll yep, see, you again see you again next week, hopefully. And thanks, Eric. Good to see you again. And hopefully next week also. Thank you, sirs. All right. Thank, thank you. you very much. And don't forget, uh, if you're looking for web hosting, go to athwebhosting.com.au. All right. Thanks very much. And we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Sure.